Today on Rooted Daily, we talk about believing in the unbelievable. Welcome to Rooted Daily, the podcast where in 10 minutes or less each day, we root you in the Bible so you can grow with God, you can weather the storms of life, and you can bear fruit. Now, I'm Brandon Levy, and today we are talking about God's expectation that we believe things that are very hard to believe. We say that we need to see something to believe it, but God's word says the exact opposite. Hebrews 11, 1 says, faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. And in 2 Corinthians 4, 18, Paul writes, we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. For what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. You know, faith is believing what can't be seen. And that is how God can change our lives. That's how he can give us eternity. James 1, 5 through 8 says, If any of you lacks wisdom, he should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to him. But when he asks, he must believe and not doubt, because he who doubts is like a wave of the sea blown and tossed by the wind. That man should not think he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all he does. God will give us everything we need, but we cannot doubt. We must have faith. In fact, Hebrews eleven six says, without faith, it is impossible to please God. But knowing that, I want to take a look at an interesting story in Luke 1, just before the birth of John the Baptist. Luke writes uh, in chapter, verse 10, and when the time for the burning of incense came, all the assembled worshipers were praying outside. And then an angel of the Lord appeared to Zechariah, standing at the right hand of the altar of incense. And when Zechariah saw him, he was startled and he was gripped with fear. But the angel said to him, do not be afraid, Zechariah. Your prayer has been heard. Your wife, Elizabeth, will bear you a son and you are to call him John. He will be a joy and a delight to you and many will rejoice because of his birth for he will be great in the sight of the Lord. He is never to take wine or other fermented drink, and he will be filled with the Holy Spirit even before he is born. He will bring back many of the people of Israel to the Lord their God, and he will go on before the Lord in the spirit and power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the parents to their children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the righteous to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. Zechariah asked the angel, how can I be sure of this? I am an old man and my wife is well along in years. You know, remember though, that God, he's done this before. He's done it with Abraham, he's done it with Sarah, Isaac, Jacob, Joseph, Samuel. They were all born to women who were convinced they couldn't have any children. God acts powerfully to ensure his plan. But Zechariah, he couldn't believe that. And so in verse 19, the angel said to him, I am Gabriel. I stand in the presence of God, and I have been sent to speak to you and to tell you this good news. And now you will be silent and not able to speak until the day this happens, because you did not believe my words, which will come true at their appointed time. So here we find a man named Zechariah. He's a priest in the middle of offering incense. He's serving God. He's alone. Uh, everyone else has gone outside to pray. And suddenly, here is this angel. And then Zechariah responds how just about everyone throughout the Bible responds to an angel, how I probably would respond to this. He's startled. He's gripped with fear. But the angel gives him good news. God has heard and answered your prayer, Zechariah. You will have a son, and you will name him John. But hold on a second. 
How can that be? Zechariah says, yeah, I am old. My wife, he, he doesn't say she's old. He puts it more politely. She's well along in years. He couldn't believe it because this was something unbelievable. It was unnatural. It, it couldn't happen on its own. And so in verse 20, the angel said, and now you will be silent and not able to speak until the day this happens because you did not believe my words, which will come true at their appointed time. And because he didn't believe, you will not be able to speak. But if Zechariah has such a hard time believing, why does God use him as the father of John at all? You know, after all, there had to be someone, God could find someone who, if an angel shows up in front of them, they would believe that message. But God chooses Zechariah, a man struggling to have this faith. He was going through the motions of religion. He was a priest, after all. And, and when God told him what to do, though, he doubted. Yeah, I think verse 6 gives us some insight here. Both Zechariah and Elizabeth were upright in the sight of God. God wants us to seek after him. He wants us to follow his word. He, he knows we'll stumble. He knows there's times that we'll doubt. But he wants us to walk upright in his sight. And Zechariah and Elizabeth, they both did that. There's also something to say about their age. You know, God does unbelievable things so that we will believe he can. And by choosing two people who could never conceive on their own, it was clear this was an act of God. Only God could do something this unbelievable. Matthew 19, 26 says, uh, Jesus looked at them and said to them, with men, this is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. You know, God likes doing the impossible. And that's what he did through Elizabeth here. He did the unbelievable. He did the impossible. And finally, I think most exciting for me, the reason why I think God chose Zechariah was not just despite his disbelief, but it was partly because of it. God has this habit that we see throughout the Bible of proving people wrong. People doubt, people complain, but God always provides. And it shows me that God can work through people like Zechariah, who are flawed, who are doubtful, who are scared sometimes. And yes, Zechariah and Elizabeth, they tried to walk upright. They tried to do the right things. They tried to please God, but they sometimes struggled with their faith. And then I see God use them for something this important, and it gives me hope because I'm like them. I don't want to doubt. I don't want to worry. I don't want to fear or question but sometimes I do, and I have a God who I can turn to when that happens. Yeah, God has given us an unbelievable promise, not that we're going to have a son named John, but truly the most impossible promise he could make, that he will raise us from the dead to be with him. Yeah, think about that. That is an unbelievable promise. It is unnatural. It couldn't happen on its own. It's even more unbelievable than an older couple having a child, but like he did for Zechariah, God gave us a reason to trust this promise. Our faith, it's not based on sight, but it is not blind. To Zechariah, God sent Gabriel, and to us, God sent Jesus. And that Jesus showed us that his father was, in fact, capable of the impossible. Jesus died, but he didn't stay there. He rose, and he said, we will rise too, and through him, have eternal life. These stories in the Bible, like the one of Zechariah, show us we have a faithful God, and he likes to do the impossible, and he's going to do even more for us. As Hebrews 
chapter 11, verse 39 says, all these stories show people who having obtained a good testimony through faith did not receive the promise, but God has provided something better for us that they should not be made perfect apart from us. That seems like an unbelievable promise, but by faith, we can believe that that God is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him, but we've got to have faith. And I'll do it for this episode of Rooted Daily. And I'm looking forward to sitting down and studying God's word with you next time. Thank you so much for stopping for this episode of Rooted Daily. It is so important to take a few minutes to root ourselves in Christ and in his word. I'm so glad you did that with us today. If you think that it's important that others hear this good news, make sure to hit the share button, subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app. It helps us reach more and more people with the message of Jesus every day. Most importantly, if you're ready to take the next step, repent, be baptized, and hand over your life to Jeez, shoot me an email to brandon at rooteddaily.com right now.